I know some of those numbers were kind of hard to see. And uh, it is not to our credit, but I mentioned that one point, well, I don't want to. 1,264,000. Soldiers have died in the battle while protecting our country or battling for freedom. It's, it's not to our credit as Americans, but do you realize that almost half of those deaths, almost half, 505 million, I'm sorry. 562,000 of those deaths were when Americans were fighting Americans during the Civil War. Did you realize that? I believe, I believe if we had simply adhered to what God's Word says, show love one towards another as I have loved you, that time might have been spared. It's part of our history. Let's pray that we don't repeat it. This short video just shows of all the conflicts that our nation has encountered over the last some over 200 years, and uh, it's been, been a great time to set aside a day that we can honor those. Now, this is going to be a weird request from, from your preacher. And I have requested it before. But as a parent or a grandparent that's here today, I want to encourage you to take your grandchildren or your children to a cemetery this week and walk through that cemetery. And what you're going to find in that cemetery, most of our military soldiers that have died during the time of war will have some kind of bronze plaque or something. Our kids need to know that freedom isn't free. Our kids need to know that. We, they need to know that freedom comes at a cost. And every time when you read the number of deaths, we fail to realize that normally the wounded are twice as many as those who have been killed in battle, and many of those come home a completely different person as a result of war. We need to also reflect and remember those also. Now as I was studying this week for the message this last week, I realized that the battle for physical freedom is not the only battle that's taking place around us. There is a greater battle even greater than the physical battle that we fight and it is called a spiritual battle. This is how Paul explains it in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11. Now if you don't believe it's a battle, listen to what he tells us to put on. I'll give you just a second if you'd like to turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11.
The battle that we face physically is is the enemy. We see tanks. We talk about weapons of mass destruction. We talk about nuclear weapons. We talk about uh, soldiers. We talk about guns. These are all physical weapons of warfare. But this is what the Bible tells us that there's a warfare going on that we face today. In Ephesians 6 and 11, he says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He says, Wherefore take upon you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand... Stand. So he tells us that there is also a battle taking place even as we assemble here together. There is a war taking place even in the spiritual realm in every single one of our lives. And he tells every single one of us, listen, gear up for battle. Gear up for battle. I'm telling you, if you were not in the Word of God and if we're not praying every single day. We're not gearing up for these battles against principalities and the powers against the wiles of the devil which are traps or snares that he sets out there for us to fall in. And I am telling you, he is doing a great job. Internet and the things that are advertised for our kids to fall, there are traps set out everywhere. And I'm not going to elaborate on some of these traps. But as, if, as we battle these spiritual battles every single day, the ammunition that the battle tells us to is right here in Ephesians chapter 6. Now, we're not going to take time this morning to talk about all of this armor that we're putting on, but what I do want to focus on, the Scripture tells us that we need to gear up and we need to be ready for battle. In our days and time, the spiritual battle that we need to stand up for has never been more active in my lifetime than it's been in the last 10 years. And you'll be totally aware of this. One of the things I mentioned to our people on Wednesday night, you know, Santa Fe was in the news this last couple of weeks. Santa Fe High School. Because there was a school shooting in there. But do you realize about 18 years ago that Santa Fe High School was also in the news again? Headline news. Do you know what it was in the news for then? The school wanted to have prayer at the football games. They wanted a student-led prayer at the football game, but the Supreme Court ruled against them and said, no, it's unconstitutional for you to have a student lead in prayer at your football games. And you wonder why somebody enters the school and shoots the school up. You're talking about spiritual battles that we've been battling? My goodness, over the last ten years we've battled against religious freedoms. We've battled against marriage and the definition of what marriage is. We battle against sexuality. You know, I, I used to think that there were, well, there were, now these are just words that I know. There were homosexuals. Then they become, become transsexuals. And then I heard of a pansexual And then I looked it up. Do you know that there are 64 different 
terms that they use to identify people's sexuality today? Do you know how many the Scripture identifies? Two. God created man and He created woman. Battle. Listen, there's a battle taking place today of sexuality. There's a battle taking place of the, the, uh, the, uh, the accuracy of the Bible. There's battle against prayer. There's battle against being able to use the name of Jesus in public. As we remember the soldiers who have fought for the freedom of this country, I also, I begin to think about, I begin to think about, since I have been at Soda Baptist Church, I want you to know, I have served in battle with some of you. I serve in battle with some of you even now as as we go from day to day living as Christians and trying to expose people to Jesus Christ through our lives. There's a war that's been taking place and going on. Since I've been here, I begin to think about those in my memory of those who I have served with that at one day sit in these pews. Now I want you to know I'm trying I'm not making light of anyone else that served prior to me being here. I didn't know those people. I know some of those were your loved ones. I know some of your husbands or your wives served here prior to me being here. And and I'm not trying to make light of anyone else. I just know that since I have been here, I begin to think of all of the funerals that I have done. All of the people that I have sat with and counseled and served together and talked together with and went visiting with as we we served the community around us. I just begin to think of all of those names and I want you to know the list of names was overwhelming to me. As I drove down the city streets of Livingston and I began to see the names of all of those people that served the military. I began to think of all of the names that have been battling and serving right here at Soda Baptist Church in the spiritual battle that has taken place. I think it's very appropriate to read those names again. And, and I hope no one gets their feelings hurt. If I have missed or forgotten someone, there's only 41 names of people who have died in service since I've been here in seven years. These are those names.